the governors uh, got together and said, look, let, let's play for a hog. Let's play for a pig. Ben and Eric gather at their laptops. One's a gopher, one's a Hawkeye. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Pot of Rosedale, Bronze Pig Full of Hot Takes. I'm Ben, a forlorn and saddened Hawkeye fan. Here with Eric the Gopher fan. Eric, first, congratulations to your Gophers. Finally, after out of nine long years, claiming the Floyd of Rosedale. The pig is coming to Minneapolis. Already here. They they showed him at the Vikings game on Monday night. The pig is here. <laughs> they oh, brought the it to people. the Vikings game. Oh, the fine people of Minnesota. I mean, things are coming up aces for the sports fans in Minnesota. Well, we've got some things to unpack. Is there something well, what you, you want to What are you talking about? No, there's no controversy. I don't know what you're – PJ said it right. There's no controversy. There isn't a con- – I don't understand. There's no controversy. What are you What are you talking about? Oh, goodness. There is no controversy. What? Well, there is a controversy in that the son of Iowa's head coach is the offensive coordinator, and uh, they netted two yards. That's probably the biggest controversy in my mind that's – very controversial that he is still employed as the offensive coordinator, but that's a different controversy. Um, that was uh, quite an ending to the game. So, what do we call it? Wave gate? Is it fair catch gate? What? What is? What, this is a gate. We're at a gate point here, right? This is how they'll remember this season as the fair catch gate, right? Uh, it depends on what happens, but yeah. Dejean gate. Dejean gate. Um. Well, let's, I have let's not see your take. This. I want to hear your take. What's your take on it? What's your take on the play? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I've had on the non-controversial play. So, uh, in case there's somebody who just doesn't know what we're talking about, referring to, of course, the Cooper DeGene punt return touchdown that wasn't called back forward, improper fair catch. There was, and, what, a minute 40 left in the fourth quarter. Minnesota's up 12 to 10 after... Probably, I mean, we can talk about the game itself. Probably the most unenjoyable football game I have ever watched. That was awful. There was a lot of bad quarterback play. Hill was worse. I concede Hill was worse. But But not by much. Throwing the ball into the ground. Into the dirt. Missing open receivers. It was, it was, I I don't know how many times I said during the game, like, can these guys, these teams not find better quarterbacks? Like, scour the earth. How are there not two men, two grown men that can throw the football? Better than these two idiots, but that's what we get. Yeah, and Minnesota. Okay, so this is what's right, funny. So, no, so, but, but but before we, we get to the play, can we say you're right? A minute and forty yeah. left to go. If Iowa gets that, they're up sixteen to twelve. They're going to go for two. I, that's what they should do, at least. That's what the math would say. So either way, the Gophers are going to have to score a touchdown. But it's we're both Iowa fans and Minnesota fans both know that if that touchdown stands, Iowa wins the game. And Iowa fans know that touchdown doesn't stand. They lose the game. Even though there's a minute and 41 seconds left to go. And you have the ball down by less than a field goal. Correct. Iowa needed 25 yards. The ball Unlike the your 46. 40, 46. 46. Yeah. It's the 46. Yeah. Iowa needed approximately 25 yards with a timeout. And they got a timeout because P.J. Fletcher Most, dummy. Right. I was gonna, that's, that was what I was going to mention is the f- idiot coach on the gopher side who decided to throw a pass on second down when you're right in your end zone and you have a terrible quarterback and you want them to use their last time out one of the dumbest play calls i've ever well, I why would you, was like thank you i was so great why like, would you. you try to throw the ball there your quarterback is terrible he's demonstrated it all season long you're gonna throw a pick to 
whatever Dejean anyways, and he's going to run it in. Yeah, There's like, the oh, end of the game. Yeah, like, please pick it off and lose on a on – a, uh, yes, I, but it allows like, Iowa to preserve a timeout so they have a minute 40 with a timeout. All they need to get is 20 yards. You, two first any other downs. Call, if they get just two first down, that's enough. They could, they have a, a non-zero chance of kicking a field goal. I mean, any, any other college team would take those odds to the bank. Yep, uh, absolutely. It's our, our offense. We All we need is 20 yards. But we know it's We're hopeless. Gonna, Iowa has gained two yards of offense. They're, it's awful. They, so the kick goes up. It's a kind of a, a low kick, hits the ground. Yeah. And DeGene clearly waves his left hand, which is an improper fair catch call. Should the play should have died right ended right there. There's no controversy. He pe- he petered it or poisoned it, whatever they call it. There's oh, no I, controversy. I love that you're just now right on the the PJ Fleck. Um, There's no controversy. I don't know what you're talking about. So like like pretty much everybody that saw the play in real time, I didn't even vaguely consider the possibility that it, it looked like a fair catch. It was close to being an improper. I didn't. It didn't look like he was trying to fair catch it to me at all. It looked like he was just trying, like he was pointing. Well, that's the because the cam- the camera zoned in on where the ball landed and not him. He was in the kind of the bottom of the screen, so you couldn't really see what he was doing. Anyways, well, that well, fine. Okay, in real time, I didn't think there was anything the players in the field didn't seem to think there was a fair disagree catch. disagree disagree i think all of the gophers thought it was a fair catch which is why they let him just scamper to the ball and run in the end zone Here's it wasn't until he grabbed dis- wasn't until he grabbed the ball that they're like holy shit he's gonna try to return it and they all scrambled you see where they're all bunched up and they're standing there like idiots because they thought it was a fair catch they thought the ball was dead no he's the only one that grabbed it he's actually he was trying to cheat is, that's my my honest opinion. That's fine. Go ahead. That, that can be your take. I disagree. They didn't think he was going to return. He did, he he did a, a way late fair catch earlier in the game. There was a punt. My wife pointed out. Shout to Jenna. She called it. She's like, wow, that was a late fair catch. Even the announcers said on the punt earlier in the game, he did the last second. He waved his left hand, even though he said he never calls a fair catch with his left hand. He did it earlier in the game. So he lied right there. And I, I don't way care. late fair catch. And he did the same thing this play. He was trying to throw them off. I, there was a, a ex uh, NFL punt returner I heard on some program saying, like, that is what we do as punt returners. We're trying to throw off the the uh, the kicking team to think that we're gonna fair catch it. So we do these like weird fake things to try to throw them off. That's what he was doing. He's trying to throw off the kicking team so they thought it was a fair catch and he could run right in, which is what he did anyways. But I, it was I clearly disagree. A fair catch. So all right, I'm gonna give the opposite opinion. I don't think he was trying to trick anybody. The point is irrelevant. The point doesn't matter. The point wasn't the reason it got called for a fair uh, improper fair catch. It was literally just this little tiny loop. It wasn't a tiny hands. loop. That, it was a tiny loop. I've seen that. I've seen. Oh my gosh, this is all Iowa Twitter talks about. I have seen the on-field ground-level camera, and you look at it and you see him moving to his left. You can't see any movement on his left hand at all. The reason why the refs overturn it by their own admission, is they saw the over-the-top from the sky view. Yeah, they saw the right angle. They saw that, and they said, oh, that looks like... They didn't call it in real time, because if they right, saw they it thought in real he time... Stepped out, they thought he stepped out. If they, that was, if they thought in real time, the refs, whose job it is to officiate and who made the call... That's where you have a point. That's where you have a point. And here's, the, here's why they also... The Gophers didn't think it was a fair catch. None of them signaled that they thought it was a fair catch after that. P.J. Fleck, the single most shameless human being on the face of planet Earth, His wasn't head, screaming at refs. He, he wasn't thought they lost. Fair catch. Everybody, all the Gophers thought, we just lost that game. And they slowed down, not because they thought he was going to fair catch it. They thought the ball was going to go out of bounds. They didn't think he was going to try to return it. They didn't think he had waived his right to return it. 
They just saw the ball bouncing and they slowed down and they thought, oh, it's going to go out of bounds. And he saw that. He did wait the last possible second, which returners get to do, by the way. They can no, they call don't. a fair catch. They can call a fair catch late. Oh, yes, they can, which is what he did. But he didn't call a fair catch. And he didn't do it late. Waving, either. waving that your hand. That would be an early fair catch. And nobody saw the wave. The Gophers didn't treat it as a wave. They saw the ball bounce and they thought, uh, oh, he's not going to so, return it. So. so I disagree that your view is that the Gophers all slowed down, even though none of the Gophers afterwards said, hey, he called a fair catch. P.J. Fleck, again, shameless, not shy, not reserved, not a guy who would he would mug the refs. If he thought he had just lost the Floyd of Rosedale on an improper fair catch, he would have been screaming at the ref. Gophers fans, at the, I bet when you saw it in real time, you didn't. You thought the game was over. But the players on the field did not think it was a fair catch. I disagree emphatically that they did. They slowed down because they thought the ball was bouncing, and they thought, oh, shit, he's not going to return it. Oh, crap, he's decided to return it. And then they ran off, they realized, oh, crap. Yes, he, he was waving all of his players off like you do on every fair catch. He didn't he wave them his... off with that little tiny wave. Like, he didn't wave his okay. players off. I in disagree. any way, no, you, so why did none of the Gopher players tell the ref or say, hey, he waved us off. He fair caught it. Why did not a single one? Because there was chaos because all your fans were throwing shit on the field. They didn't throw shit on the field until the call happened after the fact. Nobody threw anything on the field until they got the call from the rep. Shameless so fans throwing stuff that, on the field. Really great sports. Fine. Iowa fans suck. Minnesota fans are classy. They're heaven's gift to fandom. Fine. I don't care. No, they let's, didn't throw it, stuff. let's 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 they lower didn't the temperature. Throw anything until after the call was okay. made. Let's lower Gophers the temperature fans a second here. Thought the game was lost. Gopher players thought the game was lost. PJ Fleck thought the game was lost. What happened was they went to review that it was out of bounds. He wasn't out of bounds. They saw this angle, which made the wave, which he did. We did this. He does a little thing with his left hand. Several times. Several times. He did times. it once. It's literally just once. No, it's he not. He literally just does one little, that's it. It's literally one, maybe one and a half rotations. That's it. It's literally just this. That's what he does. He just goes like this. Do you do that's you believe it. him or is he saying he was trying to keep his balance? I, I don't care whether he's that's, trying to keep his balance or not. That's bullshit. That's, technically, bu- that's what he said. That's exactly care. what he said. He said, I, oh, I was just trying to keep my balance. Bullshit. I don't trust him any more than I Bullshit. trust P.J. Fleck. He has an in, invested interest in it not having been an improper Bullshit. catch. Well, he's lying. Fleck, he's lying. And P.J. Fleck saying it's not controversial is also lying. My point is I don't trust any people with deeply invested you, interest in the outcomes of that okay. call. Let's, t- let's lower the temperature. So how well, about – Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Do you think it was the right call? It was technically the correct call, but the problem is – it wasn't called out on the field, so Gophers could have gotten a free shot at Dijon. But it's re- it's renewable, it's reviewable. But that's the problem. If you if you're the whole point is that the player no, I don't think a player on the field thought it was a fair catch or close to it, or I don't think the refs thought it was a fair catch in the moment. I don't think any player it was the a technically correct call that was a bad call, because nobody on the field thought it was a fair catch or he was trying to fair catch. Or who might like no nobody thought that I don't think the players thought that the exact same thing has happened before in other games. It's I understand. Like I've already said it's technically but my point is nobody treated that as a fair catch. You you think they did? You think they gave up? Because I think the Gophers kicking team clearly backed away from him they because they thought of, he wasn't going to return. And they didn't they want to get a, gonna, no. They didn't he, want to get a penalty because he was going to fair catch it because it was a fair catch. He signaled no, everybody. Then why waved did no everybody player off. after the fact say he just tried to fair catch it? It has nothing. To I don't remember. The, the camera went to the celebration. Are you saying you saw every player? Uh, I, I know. I know what you're you saying. Refer- you saw a single player. You find one gopher player. That you're referring to, to the ref- fact that they the, the camera immediately went to PJ and he looked like his puppy just died. 
His head was hanging. He was sad. He looked I like have, he just lost the Floyd to Rosedale. To this day, not seeing a single – and lots of people have showed the highlights, and I'm getting lots of Gopher fans in my feed too. During the review, play. PJ was screaming at the refs. So I don't know what you're talking you – know, you know, yes, it sure looked like he was like, shit, we just lost this game. But while the refs were reviewing it, he was screaming at them. So okay. he clearly saw something. I, I don't know. Okay, Maybe it was about the other penalty, the leaping penalty. I don't know. That's Could have the, been. That's the latest thing. I don't know. I, don't know. But I didn't see any I didn't in see the any big, of any. As any we just talked player. about, your team got the ball on their 46-yard line with a minute 40 and one timeout down by two points. Like, you should win that game 10 out of 10 times. And I, I was off and sucks. We, two we plays knew later, he was there was a pick because your quarterback's trash. We know. That's fine. We know our deserve, offense is trash. Didn't deserve to win that game. No, but I guess the Gophers did technically because they were marginally less shitty. That's fine. I, I don't know. You're giving the Gophers. The, the Gophers are a special teams unit that fielded a punt in the end zone and were proud of themselves. So you're giving. You're suggesting that they would only give up on a play because they saw a fair catch is bizarre to me. That's, so you're giving them a, a lot of benefit of the doubt. I think they thought the ball was going to bounce out. Your I think guy, Eugene thought the ball was going to bounce out and it bounced down the sideline. He's like, oh, I can grab it and there's space. But, and he made a great play. I mean, it was a great play. It was awesome that he did that. And it's I, I really honestly I hate that this is how they won. Well, really I, I just sucks. don't see like I don't. And here's where again the rule is correct. It would have been little, so would have been so fitting that this is how the Gophers well, lost not, this game. It, well, it's not fitting. This is the thing. This is the the silver lining of the cloud. Like it would have once again been the special teams and defense saving the Iowa offense for Iowa to win this game when they got two yards of offense in the second half. It would be cool on one level because DeGene's awesome and the return was awesome, but it would again be rewarding Ferentz for this just garbage way of playing football that is maddening and everybody's sick of, and it's just insane and irritating and obnoxious. But my point is that little they little, this they was shouldn't let Brian Ferentz leave that leave the stadium. Well, he's not going to get fired until the off season, but I do think this is his last season. But um, that little my point is that little twirl is technically enough. To be an improper fair catch. That little twirl, even though nobody saw it in real time, the rest didn't see it in real time. Okay. I think DeGene knew exactly what he was doing. Maybe. I, I disagree, but okay. You, you've you got a, a conspiratorial mindset. That's fine. The point is, either way, well, whether especially not, because he lied about why he was doing that with his arm. I mean, that's I don't care whether he lied about it or he's honest. Late I don't lie. care. I don't care whether he's lied about it or he's honest. It's irrelevant. That little twirl is enough to make uh, to it. To me, that's like perfect evidence that he was intending to call a fair catch. And he's willing to lie about it. Intent is irrelevant. It doesn't matter. I don't care whether he intended to or not. The fact that he just did that twirl is enough to technically make it. But it's a crappy rule if you don't call it on the field and nobody really sees it coming. And what's more, I think if they didn't overturn it because they had a particular angle that let them see it and make it look a lot more clear than how it looked on field. That's kind of shitty. He could have gotten hit. He could have gotten hurt on a then, play that then I guess. Be clear about whether, whether you're doing a fair catch or not. But He'll learn. He, From now on, he's not going to do this little half ass fair catch. The refs need thing. to learn. That's on the refs to say. If it's so obvious that he was not, it was a, a, a sneaky hand gesture, then the refs need to call that. There absolutely is a ref whose job it is to monitor that. Well, I don't know if it's the blind judge, the, the no. umpire, whichever so one is. So you're saying they shouldn't let the play play out? and then if, if it's true that on the field it looked like his hand was making a waving motion and any waving motion is an improper fair catch, yes, you should blow it so, dead. <clears throat> so apparently the ref that made this call is the same guy last year 
that made the call against Minnesota where Campbell had the interception. They, they said he stepped out, right? Yes. So in that, in that instance, they did blow the play dead, right? And, and you're saying in this instance, they should have done the same thing, but you were mad when they did it last year, blowing the play dead. I'm confused. Because you're, well, you're saying the opposite thing. I'm talking about in the things. context of fair catches. Uh, fair catches and power turns. So last year when it benefited your team, it was okay, but or it wasn't so, okay. Are you going to let me actually elaborate and make an actual coherent argument, or are you going to try to force no, me to some go, weird sorry. false dichotomy? I Because I'm not talking about some interception return a year ago, and I didn't say I was mad about it, and I didn't say I'm upset about it, and I, you're ascribing me some general Iowa fan position that isn't mine. So we can have a conversation, you and me. I'm saying if you the rule is any waving motion is an improper fair catch, okay, that's the rule, then there should be a ref, and I think there is a ref that should see that and blow it dead. Instead of saying, okay, it doesn't look like it happened in real time. Oh, actually, it's fake, and we're going to call it back. If you're saying it's improper and the penalty for an improper fair catch is to treat it like a real fair catch. I agree. They the should, yeah, they should have blown it dead. That's what, that's, right. what, that's what happened to the Gophers against Eastern Michigan. Gopher punt returner, or I don't know which side it was on, but made a weird waving motion, and they blew it dead, and they said it's a fair catch, no return. So nobody has to get hit, nobody has to get hurt. And I think it's also true that you could have had a different judge, a different ref come in, it's not this guy, potentially somebody else might say, eh, I think that our motion was trivial, and I'm not going to overturn the play. I don't know that it's conclusive that there was an improper waiver. I mean, that could have happened. But anyway, yes, Iowa's offense sucks. Again, I'm I'm not happy about losing Floyd, but at least, okay, Iowa couldn't score. If Iowa scores a field goal in the second half, all I need is one field goal, and that's probably enough. If I would manage to get three points in one half, as low a bar as there is, Iowa probably wins the game. But they couldn't do that. The offense is too terrible. And the other thing is the one touchdown drive Iowa did have was basically a gopher meltdown from a, a terrible face mask penalty, a, 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 an actually bad uh, pass interference penalty, and then the guy slapping the ball away stupidly at the goal line. I mean, that that was a gift from the Gophers. Um, so I actually thought leading up to the end of the game that the refs were really bad. And I actually thought they were calling things on the Gophers like at a much higher rate. I, I, I did not think the refing was very good. I didn't think... Why? Well, I agree. Fair. There were a lot of calls that I'm like, the pass interference or what? Like, the targeting was like the one penalty that I that stood out that Iowa got called on. I don't know how many other penalties they had in the game, but uh, there was a, a bad one for the Gophers early on their first field goal drive where they called the pass interference. I think the Gopher player just tripped, but it looked like the Iowa player knocked him over on a second and ten. That was an incompletion, but it doesn't matter. It was. It, Fine, I don't think these refs. Either way, I thought the refing was particularly bad in that game, and not not to favor uh, to favor Minnesota. I think it was actually the other way. But, anyways, I I you're right. The offense was terrible. Both quarterbacks threw ten completions. Neither of them threw 150 yards. Iowa had 11 rushing yards. I mean, that's really bad. Minnesota only had 113. Not a whole lot better. It was just trash all around. Bad offense. Yeah. Bad quarterbacks. Neither of these teams really deserve to win that game. No, it's, this is how all the Big Ten West games are going to be. It's unpleasant, gross, low-scoring football. So what? what is the Iowa, is the Iowa fan base just livid? They, they thought it was complete bullshit. Well, and this is the other thing. Is now choke. everybody's focused on the punt return call 
and everything else is going to get, I mean, there's people who a lot, a reasonable Iowa fan would say, from my point is like, uh, this is not a good call given that this is just a ref coming in after the fact, seeing a weird angle and deciding that that motion was enough, but the player's not really deciding that. But anyway, but everybody is tries to add the qualifier that the offense is bad. But most people is now cover. This is cover for how bad the offense is because now it's all fairness is going to talk about. Although, get this. Here's here's a fun fact. By fun fact, I don't mean it. I mean the fact it's not fun. So for anybody that's listening that's not an Iowa fan, how Iowa does it, I don't know how other schools do it, the coordinators don't usually do press conferences or, or answer questions from the reporters during the year, with the exception of the bye week. So Iowa's got a bye on Saturday. So a week from today, or it might, it's either today or I think it would be a week from today, but either way, one of the two Tuesdays between their um, you know, bye week, that's when the coordinators come out and answer questions. Brian Ferentz is not going to be made available during this bye week. Really? He's not going to be answering questions. He's not going to be going up there and getting grilled. Um, it, it, pathetic. It's pathetic. It is. Uh, the guy's making enough money. He can take his grilling. Or and he he's terrible at his job. He's bad. Or he can say, yeah, I'm, I'm not getting it done. I'm stepping down at the end of the year or whatever. Um, it, yeah, it's cowardly. Um, it, be a big boy. You're making $850,000. Take some harsh questions from the not that mean Iowa reporters. It's but they like, would be reasonable questions, like, like well, why, exactly. why are you not throwing to wide receivers? Like, why can your quarterback not hit an open receiver? Like, really reasonable questions. He he should have to answer those. I, I mean, I agree. Um, I agree. I don't know. I, I'm glad that again. I mean, we're not even talking about the points totally anymore because it's irrelevant. It's clear. It's like. Iowa's not going to hit 325 points. No. They're not going to hit 300 points. They're going to get like 280, maybe. Um, it doesn't matter. He's not He's not hitting the total for the year. It's done. The ship really sailed after Penn State, but if there was any hope, it's gone now. Um, 10 points against a frankly not very good Gopher defense either. I mean, Gopher defense is maybe decent, but they're, they're not one of the best in the country. It's not like Penn State. It's like, okay, Penn State's got a great defense. Minnesota have a great defense. I think they played I mean, well. The secondary played better than they have all season. Probably their sure. best performance. I, I guess I, it's tough to judge when Iowa is terrible and cannot complete a forward pass. But fair enough. If that's if it's something for the Gophers to build on and confidence, good, good on you. I don't. Uh, I guess I'm not convinced because uh, Iowa's offense is just just so terrible. But. I don't know. I mean, I, I, Brian's got to be done. I don't see there's any way how he can be retained after the offseason. He's not going to be fired in this off th- during the season. It's just not going to happen as bad as it is. Kirk's not going to do it. There's a 0% chance of that happening. So we're going to grin and bear it till probably after the bowl game, and then he'll step away or he'll find another position somewhere else. It's not going to be labeled as a firing either because um, that would just be too mean, and Kirk's not going to do it. I, the question is, is Kirk going to stick around, and what's that going to look like? Because um, maybe the offense doesn't your get season's better. not over. I mean, that's the thing. You still I, have the best shot to win the Big Ten West. Right, but even if Iowa is ten and two, right, and goes to the Big Ten championship game and loses Wisconsin to Wisconsin, plays State, Ohio State this weekend. They're going to lose. Like, oh yeah, Iowa still controls their own fate. But the problem is, Iowa's going to be in four more games, just like the Minnesota game. They're all going to be the same. They're going to be these like ten to twenty points. The only way it's even 
like uh, Iowa can pull away is if a like a meltdown by the other team, turnovers, big special teams play. That's the only way it's going to happen. So it's going to be a lot of this like 10 to 17 garbage where it's one score. And if Iowa is down four points in the fourth quarter, it's over. They cannot rely on the offense to generate any production when they need to. Maybe they get a fluke long play. So every game is going to be like, so Iowa could go 4-0. Iowa could go 1-3. and I mean, they could theoretically go 0-4, but I bet they win at least one of the four. I'd be willing to put money that Iowa wins one of the last four games. But they're all going to be like this. Nebraska's got uh, a quite a great rush defense. So what Minnesota did, right, Nebraska's going to be able to do. Pulverize Iowa's running game, and then force Deacon Hill to pass, and he can't do that. I mean, he just can't. He's just not. Uh, once again, Iowa does not have a Big Ten or a Power 5 caliber quarterback. They just, just don't. Yeah, McNamara was was better, but he was hurt, and he's out. I mean, it's just it's not there. And they don't have anybody that's – the tight ends are the only guys that catch passes. It's it's depressing. So, yeah, Iowa could go 10-2 and two and get clobbered by Ohio State or Michigan in the Big Ten Championship game. That's, but that's not enough, I think, for Brian to keep his job. This point. Too many Iowa fans are just really sick of the situation and how miserable it is. Because even if Iowa had won the game, it was so miserable. It was just such a miserable experience watching the second half. And you're sitting there watching, like, can the defense hang on? And I'll go get go first. Have one. They start off with a nice field goal drive. It's just a field goal. And we have to be like, oh my god, now it's a four point game. Now the defense can't give up a touchdown. And oh my god, the offense turns it over and the Gophers score another field goal. Now it's a one point game. It's like you just watch as they just desperately, they just desperately tries to hang on. They just can't do it. Anyway, this is all old hat. It's frustrating. It's tedious. Uh, no, the season's not over. I could go 10-2, and two, and if they wait for the championship game, that would yeah. be nice. But Is there anything more you'd like to say about the, the game or about the call? Or- what do you think about your season here? Like, you're 4-3, and three, you got Floyd, and technically you have Paul Bunyan's axe, at least until you play yep. Wisconsin. And the broken bits of a chair with Nebraska. Uh, sure. I heard you guys, did you guys take that to the Vikings game? Probably not. I don't think so. Uh, no, um, the one last thing I was going to say, uh, your guy Aaron Rodgers... Uh, I think he was on the Pat McAfee show. Said the call was one of the worst like he's ever seen. The overturning the punt touchdown. He well, was there are a lot of new, semi-neutral fans that seem to think it's a bad call, but fair enough. I, I don't like having Aaron Rodgers and Pat guy. McAfee on, on my side. Yeah, both. there's your guys. But um, PJ is wrong. At, at least it's controversial. I think at no, least they, even no, if it's there's correct, no controversy. No even controversy. Even if it was correct, it was a, a little bit controversial. Just a little bit. Nope. Just a just a smidge. Um. I. Well, but yeah. So Gophers are four and three. Yes, they got to play four three. State. Okay. They're probably going to lose three of their next five games. I would I would say pretty easily because their quarterback's so bad. But the season will be a success because you beat Iowa. You beat Iowa in Kinnick. I think the Gophers are in a similar spot to Iowa. They're going to be in a lot of these kind of games. Depending on the breaks, uh, Gophers absolutely want to But they don't have Iowa's back. defense. They don't have the defense that Iowa has. They just okay. don't. But their offense, as bad as they are, is like a re- – it's an offense that's bad, but it's a real offense. Is Iowa it? is nothing. Iowa is, is nothing. Iowa can do nothing. Minnesota has had successful games. I don't know. They're not going to beat Ohio State. Well, that's true. Of course they're not. <laughs> Iowa couldn't beat Ohio State. Iowa couldn't beat Michigan, even if Michigan wasn't, like, cheating. But um, if Minnesota – yeah, like, we could talk about that, too. If Minnesota beats Wisconsin, what a – I mean, they could lose the rest of their games, lose to Illinois, Purdue, Michigan State. But if they beat Wisconsin, to beat Iowa and Wisconsin in the same year, like, yeah, I'll take it. I'll five take and it seven, every, no bowl game, yeah. but they beat Iowa and Wisconsin? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
Okay. Was that the majority of Gophers that that way? Like, hey. I think so. I think so. Okay. We don't get a fun vacation to a bowl game somewhere, but hey. I mean, it'll be it'll be disappointing if they lose to Michigan State, Illinois, or Purdue. Like, I think they should win. What are they? They're like a touchdown favorite. favorite over Michigan State. Michigan State's really bad. Um. So we'll see. I don't know. Those get the at home after this big Iowa victory. Like, it'd be nice to get a follow up win. Show some progression. I mean, that's a big. That's a sizable favorite against a Big Ten team. The Purdue and Illinois games, I think, going to be really close. Yeah. Wisconsin's going to be really, really close. I mean, I just think they're going to be really uncomfortable games. Too bad Nebraska didn't pull out the victory. So on, on Saturday they were up by, like, three touchdowns into the fourth quarter, I think, Nebraska. Or was it two touchdowns? They were up, and Wisconsin scored, I think, like, 21 straight I think points you mean and... Illinois. You said Nebraska, but you mean Illinois, yeah. Oh, Illinois right, right, was... yeah. Sorry, Illinois. Yep. Wisconsin came back to beat Illinois, yes. Uh, yes. Classic choke. The under is almost officially in play for – maybe it already is for Illinois. I think they already have five yeah. losses. Um, no, yeah, it looked like we were, were going to be our call was going to be correct, but then because as we just, sit right here, uh, Wisconsin's the only one loss team in the West. They're three and one in conference. Iowa's three and two. Minnesota's two and two, and Nebraska is also two and two. So it's really tight. I mean, the tiebreakers are flipped. Iowa's got a tiebreaker over, over Wisconsin. Minnesota got a tiebreaker over Iowa. Oh yeah, it's going to come down. It's going to be nasty because yeah. I think Iowa probably loses at least once, and it's going to be nine and three, and Gophers going to lose once, and Wisconsin's going to lose to Ohio State, and they could lose again. So we could be in a really weird tiebreaker scenario. Yeah. I think good chance the Big Ten champion has three losses. We'll see. It's going to be really really tight. Um, yeah. I mean, so are you, I guess are you feeling good about? I mean, since Iowa doesn't play, you feeling? I mean, does Minnesota beat Michigan State? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I. I hope so. Uh, uh, we'll see. Can PJ follow up a, a big win with another win? He hasn't really done much of that. This team has been so like hard to narrow down on what are they a good offense? They, I mean, they haven't put up hardly any points all season. Sure. Um, well, I mean, I think they're a bad offense, but they're gonna air it out. Tr- just try something different other than just running the ball. They they did run the ball pretty well against Iowa. Um, yeah. In the second half, in the second half for sure. Not yeah. the first half so much, but in the second half, they, they, I mean, you said 113 yards, which isn't insane, but that's that's decent production against yeah. a good defense. It's not. Taylor looked good. He if Iowa like had 100 had... yards rushing in this game, they would have won, I think. Right, right. That uh, would have been enough for Iowa to, to control the game and and come out on top, but Iowa couldn't. I, Iowa had four third and shorts, like third and uh, and less than like three yards or less. And they got they rushed the ball four times for one yard. I mean, whenever yeah. it's an obvious running situation, Iowa well, couldn't run the ball. I think I think is is the book out on Iowa now? It's like just I mean, you know, sure, stop the run and you win the game. Like I don't know why that took so long to figure out, but I, I think that's always been the 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 book. I don't know. I def, definitely this year. I mean, I Wisconsin couldn't do it because they gave up a couple of big plays. Purdue's rush defense is a lot worse than Minnesota's, so Purdue couldn't quite do it. But even then, Iowa barely won those games, and it took mistakes by Purdue and Wisconsin. I mean, stop Iowa's running game, don't turn the ball over, and at a minimum, you will have the ball with a chance to win in the fourth quarter. Like, that's worst-case scenario. And if Iowa turns the ball over, you're golden. You can get a lead in the fourth quarter. I mean, if Iowa's in an obvious passing situation, it's done. I mean, they can't even not turn the ball over. Passing-wise on second down, if Iowa had just taken seven knees instead of passing the seven times they did on the second down in the second half, uh, Iowa doesn't turn the ball over and they gain more yards. They 
is just bad. I mean, it's just the, the passing game is terrible. It's if you're already watching a guy airmail it um, and then throw a bunch of almost interceptions, and which at some point will turn into a bunch of actual interceptions, and then you know I will be screwed. I mean, that's going to happen. Well, every time every time he was blitzed, he just looked like lost, completely lost. I mean, there was oh, a couple yeah. fumbles, the couple fumbles he had where they just ran right at him, snapped the ball out of his hand. Um, so I would blitz him if I was. Oh, everybody does. I mean, Wisconsin yeah. tricked him, and and on play action. It's it's a really bad thing for Iowa to run because he can't process quickly at all. Right, slow. So he's, he's got to turn around. Slow, yeah. He's not sure where the defense is, and he's got to see where the defense is, so he's already slow. And he holds the ball waiting for a big play, which yeah. on one level I appreciate because Iowa's got to have big plays. They can't. They just can't consistently move the ball down but the field. But he can't make that throw. That's the, He can't make a throw for a not big play. Not accurately. Yeah. I mean, he's got a cannon for an arm, but it's not accurate. It's like, it's no. like a Madden build-a-quarterback where somebody like maxed out the power stat. But then, like, accuracy, running, yeah. like, reading the defense is all, like, zero. That's like you just want to just see how far you can throw it, and then everything else is off. Um, yeah, no, everybody will blitz him, confuse him, and trick him. I mean, it's like any time they're in a passage is, is just really bad. It's They've got to avoid that situation. He doesn't do well. But uh, I don't know. I was got some time off to lick their wounds. They get Northwestern in a couple of weeks. Uh, the other game, I mean, just the, the only other game that's of interest, I mean, Penn State's going to crush Indiana. I think Maryland's going to beat Northwestern. And I do think Ohio State's going to take care of Wisconsin. So the only other one that's interesting and will probably matter potentially is Nebraska-Purdue. Um, what matters more yeah. for Iowa than than Minnesota because so, you got the tiebreaker over Nebraska already. But Nebraska's only still want Purdue. We want, you know, still want Nebraska to lose, right? I mean, that's where you're at, right? Well, emotionally, sure. I always want Nebraska to lose, and that helps Iowa because Iowa already has the right. tiebreaker over Purdue. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm so saying. That, yeah, that's easy for me. For you, I mean, wouldn't you want Nebraska to win? Wouldn't that be better for the Gophers just because you might lose to Purdue? I mean, you haven't played them yet, right? Oh, well, if you lose to Purdue, it's over. I mean, the Gophers are in a in – a, we talked about last week. They're in a elimination stage. They have to win out. Uh, against really? everybody that's not Ohio State, that is. Right, I mean, I think right. I think they have a shot if it's three Big Ten um, losses. Yeah. But yeah, after four, it's over. That's true. So they got to win no matter what. I mean, so it, do, it some, does. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. I mean, you you, you need Nebraska to get a third loss though, even if you're having right. you're talking three less. So yeah, you, yeah. Okay. There you go. All right. You, you convinced me. All right. The logic the logic is sound. Anyway. Um. Yeah. Anything else to to cover here? Well, we talked a little bit about the Michigan story. Do we oh, want to yeah. dive into that a little more? Little I'm bit? still wrapping my head around it, but it sounds like the issues that he recorded. They, they had, a, at they a, had game. A, Mich- a Michigan employee flew to other games and recorded right. signals of other teams that they were going to play. Right. And then brought that back to the team, and they used that during the game to identify what the play was going to be. Which is cheating, I I think. I mean, I, well, it's literally against the rules. Right. Um, you can steal signs, but you can't use electronic devices to help with that. It's like Spygate from the the Patriots got you know dinged for doing the yeah, same I, thing. Yeah, but I don't know what the consequence is. I mean, there's enough smoke Sounds here. Like, like they've been doing it for several years. Yeah. And uh, the record against the teams where they've identified that they did it in is like outstanding, and the record against like like in the uh, a playoff, right? They they didn't do it against the team that they in the playoff teams, and they got drilled by all these teams they played. And so, I mean, their their record versus doing it 
and not doing it is pretty drastic. So I, did it give him an advantage? I think so. Sure. And even I mean, if it doesn't, if, that's irrelevant. But yeah, it's... Uh, if they hadn't have done it, the Gophers would have, you know, only <laughs> lost by one or two touchdowns, I think. Well, yeah, did they four. identify that the guys took the gopher signs? Did he visit? Know. Do you need to? Huntington? Like, yeah. No, I, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't like wise. I don't think you need to with Iowa. I think everybody, I mean, everybody knows what I, I mean, Minnesota, this happened a bunch against Minnesota is I would run their stupid zone runs and then Minnesota linebackers would be running and beating Iowa to the point of attack because they knew where the plays were going all the time. I will it's, say irritating. the, the second player, first play, whatever, where Kaliak Manis threw a pick six to Michigan, it sure as shit seemed like they knew exactly where he was throwing it. Ah, okay. Could be. I don't know. It, it doesn't matter. I remember specifically saying, I was like, he threw it to the the cornerback, like literally like he, he was throwing it to him. I was so he, – he predicted or read the pass so well. It was like Kaliak Manis was throwing to him and not the receiver. So – Okay. You know, whatever, whatever, you know. Michigan's still going to run away with it, probably. Well, I mean, you always see, I mean, uh, uh, yeah, Penn State got their first loss, and uh, uh, yeah. Penn State's got to beat Michigan or else they're on the outs again. Uh, Big East just the, the also ran constantly. But anyway, yeah. this has been a very sorry, sorry, yelly episode. No, it's fine. Uh, you know, it's uh, if anybody's listening to this, I think somebody would I mean it would have expected a little something for an Iowa Minnesota podcast to be talking about uh, a very uncontroversial no big deal NBD no big, big deal God no can I just say well, another plus to Minnesota winning is it reminded me just how much I hate PJ Fleck I mean it just incensed I was sitting there soaking in the game afterwards what was Farron's response i really haven't heard him say he he said something about find me or something but I, mean, I don't he know complained. What he I mean, he's not you're not supposed to complain publicly about the refs and he very clearly did he wasn't convinced by the explanation and he said i thought they were just reviewing for out of bounds and they get to review that and change it to that and i don't know i didn't listen to all of it i, I mean just like pj has an investment saying very clear right call no big deal correct call like kirk's gonna just it's very useful for kirk to say make this the entire story you know, the right. entire story is that that bad call, and he doesn't have to talk about any of the other problems that Iowa has, namely right. the offense. That's really the only – like, Iowa Stevens gave up 12 points, and th- one of those was a field goal after an Iowa turnover. In which not, a, Iowa, no, not a single touchdown, yeah. I was like, I, I really I, – I attribute nine points to Iowa's defense slash go for offense. I, I, I'm okay with that, the defensive performance. Yeah, most teams like, would take that. that yeah. That's fine. Uh, oh, only needing to score a field goal and a half, you know, that's a pretty low, but so it's covered. No, I, I didn't pay that much attention um, to that of it, but no, I was, I was listening, watching afterwards and PJ did the on-field interview and he was very giddy and excited as he is. And then he ended the interview literally, unironically, Sky Yuma, row the boat! Go Gophers! Go he always on, does Rena. that. He always and does like, that. Oh God, screw this guy. Oh man, it's 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 hard. It makes me really hate the Gophers more than I want to because I really don't want to hate the Gophers. I know a lot of my fellow Iowa fans do. I love Minnesota. It was home for a decade. But, boy, he makes me – I'll be a little less sad about the Gophers getting blown up by Ohio State. Let me just say that. I I probably won't cry about that. Um, Man, that man irks me very much. He is really annoying. He's an annoying dude. He's going to have a statue somewhere on uh, well, University Avenue. 
I'm sure. Until the next time he loses to some, you know, Michigan State. Well, yeah. I mean, that could be a letdown. It's gonna be. We'll see. Yeah. Well, I, thanks. I, thanks everybody for listening. Sorry, I have a little cold, so sorry to put up with my. Uh, sorry for the yelling. Dying voice. Got, got a little heated there. Got Pre- a little, appreciate thanks. all of our listeners. Thanks for downloading. Uh, rate and review us. Subscribe. Yeah, if you do that stuff. We appreciate it. Go Iowa awesome and rivals.com. Thank you all. Hey, Boggle, go for a slip of